0: Pete Russell from Ubi. How are you
1: today? Good, Mark. I'm very well. How very, are you?
0: I'm in good form. Good. Yeah, being here at uh, Groundswell, it's always uh, interesting to see what's going on in the regen space. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a
0: lot going on. So yeah. just quickly, what do you, you know, I know, of course, but give me the give me the you know one paragraph pitch on what. Uh, what, what is Ubi? What's Ubi up to?
1: Ubi is uh, an online platform for farms and food producers to be able to sell direct to consumers or local businesses. Yep. So you could sort of think of it like a Shopify, but it's specific to this type of business model where it's subscription based primarily, but also facilitates casual shopping. Uh, and the, the farmer or food producer owns their own business, owns their own operation, you know, and, and runs it using the platform. Why, why do they use you guys? I mean, Well, because there's a lot more to- Apart,
0: apart from the fact that people like Boxmaster have gone Right. up to use a technical term, but Um, more seriously.
1: Yeah, no. the The reason people use us is because the 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 model of selling fresh food is very different to say selling shoes or lipstick. There's a lot more involved. You know, you're dealing with perishable goods. You're dealing with a a highly recurring type of business model, um, where you've got to minimise waste and things like that. And our software. Whilst it handles the e-commerce at front end, it's primarily is all about coordinating and automating a lot of the moving parts that usually take a, a, an incredible amount of time, you know, admin time, if you don't have a system like ours. Yeah. So that's... It, it basically enables someone who is not a supply chain and retail expert to be able to run a retail supply chain from the farm while still focusing on being a farmer.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, this is slap-bang in the sweet spot of the kind of food system that we see, you know, hyper-local, distributed production, processing, local people eating local food, out with the global industrial, chemical supply chains, faceless people, all the money made by everybody except the person who grows the damn stuff. And what, what are you seeing, you know, what's happening in your world that's giving you Excitement about that thesis being yeah. true that that is yeah. the future of food. Yeah in the food system.
1: Yeah Well, I think what's happening is this whole you know this whole concept of disintermediating um, Is starting to happen in food? Um, it's not complete disintermediation because you do still have to aggregate but what what I think is happening is um, The food producers are now with technology able to do the job that without, was otherwise sort of behind the black curtain yeah. for them and was too complicated. And so they, they effectively sort of abdicated that responsibility to the next chain in the supply chain, the next link, and then the next link and the next link. And so what's happening because of technology and, and the way the information is being opened up, the free producers are able to basically reclaim the supply chain, mm. reclaim their market share, um, and it's leveling the playing field. That's, that's pretty much how it's playing out. And that's what's really exciting is, why would a farmer, a producer of any type of you know, ecologically sound food, want to sell through the, you know, the incumbents of the supply chains when they can now do it direct, they can make more margin, they can, they can uh, build brand you know, uh, value in, in what they're doing. Um, and it's not that hard anymore. It's not that difficult. And yeah. So we really, it's about taking something that was complex and difficult and a and a sort of a black art, and making it available for for the producers themselves to handle it on their own.
0: I mean, we think, in, you wind the clock forward twenty years, and the supermarkets are toast. Do, in their current form. Mm, in these their current big form, industrial yeah. things that essentially are built to a model that made perfect sense in the same era where we had. Um, you know, energy was predominantly created by sorting great big coal-fired yeah. power stations. And it's a bit yeah. like that. It is a bit like that. I think one of the big
1: changes too is that you look at the, at the, the supermarkets and the, the large centralized supply chains and they need to have these huge centralized warehouses and facilities to be able to run that type of model. In the future, the decentralization is basically taking these large, massive, large facilities And breaking them to lots and lots of small facilities that can be on farm, they can be in much lower cost real estate areas. Um, They don't need because they don't have the same massive volume pumping through one particular facility. They can operate in a in a a sort of a a lower cost environment, but they they they're very resilient to things like chaos and volatility in the market. So yeah. this is the first time, I think, that there's actually been an opportunity to completely invert the system, right, and, and decentralise our food production and logistics. Um, it's Yeah, I, we're, on, we're on the precipice of a real shift, a real change, I think. Well, so what's it going to look like in 20 years' time? In, 20, dream, years, dream. in, in 20 years' time, I, I mean, I think that decentralised food production and distribution could be taking you know, a significant chunk of market share. It could be as much as 30, 40%. I mean, it's, it's so hard to imagine, yeah. you know, what, what are going to be the things that get in the way? What are the resistors that prevent that from happening? But if you think about it from first principles, you know, the food has to be produced, it has to be sold, it has to be delivered. Yeah. And this, is a, this model handles every aspect of that transaction. Uh, in, in the most simple way possible, in the lowest cost, lowest friction way possible. So, you know, it, it's, it's inevitably going to play out that way. It's just whether the large players are going to be able to sort of pivot and, and start moving in that direction or, or whether they're interested or who knows. You know, who knows what the game plan is going to be for those guys. Exciting times. It is. It is. Thanks. Fantastic, Mark.
0: Thank you.